0: Greetings commanders and welcome to episode 161 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host Colin Phoenix to Fireford and joining me in the orange signwinder for this episode are our head of health and safety commander, Ben Moss Woodward.
1: Mr. Flibble says, Alexa, we need more echo.
0: Okie dokie. And also our chief bar steward, Grant Psycho Cow Wolcott. Good
2: evening! Is that enough? enough, enough? Echo cool 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 for you, you you you, Ben.
1: It's not me, it's Alexa who wants the echo.
0: Oh, okay. Are Are we talking the Amazon, Alexa, or am I just getting confused?
1: Alexa, do we need more echo?
0: Okay. Fair enough, then. Well, tonight, uh, we are in-game in at the moment. Um, unfortunately, we're nowhere near leave. <laughs> no, you're nowhere near leave. Well, yeah. I'm
1: 0.17 light seconds away from the place.
0: Oh, well. So, if you'd like to join Ben and, and basically shoot him a bit, then, yeah, just flee, pretty, feel free to fly over to... Don't uh, shoot
1: me. I'm only in yeah. the last night. And yes, if you'd very like very to well shoot Ben's
0: ass off, then please go to Lave Station <laughs> and warm up whatever you need to shoot him with. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> oh. well, <laughs> oh. So, uh, if you wish, you can join Ben. He's somewhere around Lave Station. I'm flying up around the Sirius system, desperately trying to, to grind out one of the grindiest engineers there is in the game. Marco Quint the less said about that the better Uh, and um, if you can't get in game then you can find us on the Twitch chat channel and you can access us through laveradio.com slash live
2: does does nobody care
0: where I am I haven't got to you yet Grant I didn't Mm. think you were actually in the game
2: I'm not but (laughs) it's just
0: to be missed out (laughs) well funny I, I know that feeling I really do know that feeling.
2: (laughs) Oh, we stuck up for you and it wasn't it was it wasn't they were coming to you. They were they were they were coming to I thought Ben was gonna get killed by Alan Stroud live on stage. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i was trying
2: <laughs> you possibly thought, very isn't? trying <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly thought just because obviously alan was looking at me and ben was behind alan and ben was trying viciously at lavecon to try and get alan's attention and i was watching it with all this dramatic slow motion unfolding and the look on alan's face as ben tapped him on the head it's <laughs> like oh no <laughs> we're gonna need a new crew member <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to be
1: that that was actually Midden's fault because yeah, Midden could see that I was trying to get Alan's attention, and Midden was just creasing himself. <laughs> so I was just playing to the crowd.
0: Uh, uh. No, that's your excuse, <laughs> is it?
2: And I'm sticking to it.
0: Mm. It was it was so, it was
2: one of those moments of beauty. But no, I'm not in game. <laughs> I decided that tonight, due to the technical issues at the Lavecon, I have a very, I have a now running machine, but it needs some work and it's not capable of running the stream tonight. Um, I think it probably could do it, but it's not been consistent, so it needs a total reinstall. Uh, then at that point, uh, I'll, I'll I'll consider trusting it a bit more. But for now, I'm just going to leave it on the sidelines. Um, I have. Um yeah. So we're, we're broadcasting yes. tonight on the old reliable server and it's doing its job beautifully.
0: Excellent. Huzzah. Excellent. Um the main thing obviously that everybody's been up to, uh well since last week's um pant browning session. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, was, the best. that was fun. It was. It was fun. It it was also very scary. So since since then, what have you been up to in game then? Let's start with oh Grant. Right.
2: Since last week, I have been completely and utterly ill and struggling to do anything whatsoever, but that didn't involve, you know, more than two things so that you could pick one up in each hand. Anything that required more thought than that. And it was out of my remit until yesterday. And yesterday, I started playing the PlayStation 4 version of Elite. Oh, I'm loving it. It's, it's just nice to get back in, so um, I spent today catching and dropping the bare minimum in each of the community goals to get my nice 2 million startup kit on <laughs> Thursday, <laughs> which is going to be great when I get there, because at the moment I am currently in just afforded to upgrade to a Viper. Um, I can remember the first time when... Um, When the alpha went to gamma and gamma went live, and I blew up and lost and had to go back to Sidewinder. It took Mm. me about four and a half weeks to get a million credits. And that was a
0: little bit easier now,
2: isn't it? Yeah, and here I am about to get it in, what, two days uh, without doing anything. Or, or I could sit and just do some bounty hunting and pick off people, um, pe- people's um, hunts at the last minute, which is still still fun to do in a wee small ship and then hightail it out of there before they can get you. <laughs> um, <coughs> I, yeah, I've been playing And I'll tell you something else. Um, the PlayStation version, I um. Finding slightly easier to control than the Xbox version. No, nope. the, the controls are almost identical in layout, uh, and, and but it just—I think—I'm more comfortable with a PlayStation controller. That—that um, that must be the only difference, and it has. Uh, As far as I can see, the same kind of issues that the PC version has. Slow going into Super Cruise, slow coming out of Super Cruise, um, and then sometimes it's brilliant. It doesn't do it at all, and it's beautiful. And tons of hollow icons on your radars as you go through different systems. So, really exciting. And docking is a freaking nightmare, but um, still quite good fun.
0: Yeah, because they've mapped the same button to the boost to the landing gear again, haven't they?
2: Yeah, I've, I've managed <laughs> to land with 6% once and 3% the next time after a few boost mishaps.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, if you are playing on the PlayStation 4 and this is your first leave uh, radio experience, I know that it's, it's a few people have been asking what we do. Um, that I, I hope you enjoy it.
1: Can you let me know when you figure out what we do?
0: Uh, No. Oh. I, I'll, I'll keep it to myself. Um, yes, and, and I know that um, it does seem to be going down quite well on the PlayStation 4. Uh, I was on the, the Guardian gaming groups um, the other day, and it, it went a little bit elite mental, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, a lot of people getting the the fuel rats mixed up with what they call fuel angels. So, but, uh,
1: what's, what's, the the difference? what's
0: the fuel angels? Um, Obviously... Basically, a female-only group. I don't know. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, you can get male angels. Okay. Look at the deal, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> well, the deal is traditionally male-only. Ah, oh.
0: I think we're oh, moving on.
2: Genders have yeah. any kind of yeah. We're not even started, so, and you've taken
0: us off at a tangent. Yeah. Hello, Tangent City. We're on our way to see you.
2: Well, I know, I know <laughs> so, of a number of new PS4 commanders that are. Uh, people that have been with us at Elite Meet, been at LiveCon, and didn't pick it up on PC, didn't pick it up on Xbox, comes out on PS4, and they are hooked. Uh, I've heard my daughter being told, I've got to get home, I need to get some flight time done, and I'm thinking, yes, it's another <laughs> one come over to the dark side.
0: No, I mean sort of. There, there was a GQ article comparing Elite with the uh, the other big one on the PlayStation, no, Ma- uh, no Man's Sky, and um, it does seem to have gone down a little bit better than No Man's Sky, even though, to be honest, they're completely different games. Just that they both happen to be set in space.
2: Well, yeah, and and oh. I think you know the multiplayer aspect of Elite would kick No Man's Sky's arse every time until you know. <laughs> There's <laughs> just there's no comparison. You, you know what do you want to do No Man's Sky? Well, you want to meet your pals up and go here look at this. I named this after you. It's called the Benza Twonk. See? Look at the way <laughs> it walks. And, you know, that's what you want from No Man's Sky. That's what look we're that. all annoyed at.
1: Can, can we can we get the look at that video uh, song for the advert break? Again? <laughs> Again. Okay. It's sure. also... actually, no I I can I actually I can I tell we PlayStation 4 story as well. Okay then. So my my brother-in-law's a PlayStation person. Um, even though he's got a Elite on the, well, he he bought the lifetime expansion pack, mm-hmm. but he's a Mac user.
0: Ooh, that's yeah. unlucky.
1: Yeah. Uh But he's gone off and given uh, Frontier another forty odd quid to get her, the Commander Edition, basically, on his PlayStation. Um, and then at Lavecon, I was lucky enough to. Basically, win a hand-me-down uh, thrustmaster ma- thrust three joystick or whatever it is. So, I someone else won it in the in the raffle, and there, it was looking for a, a home that would actually be used in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, my son is kind of wanting. Is is my son's wanting Elite, and he wants it for his playsta- uh, for his PC. Uh, so I was, I was like, you know, I'll offer it to my son and then my son was like you know i i like playing elite when i'm at yours with you but i don't i'd rather play rocket league and stuff like that on my playstation so why don't you give it to my uncle so i went off and said to his uncle okay you know i've got a play i've got a joystick here you know it's definitely works in the ps3 don't think it works in the ps4 would you like it uh and this was and he's like, well, I'll try it on my PlayStation 4, and if not, then he's getting a, play- he's getting a PC as well, because he's gone off and bought the, the Lifetime Expansion Pack. Uh, so he'd-, he'd make use of it one way or the other. He went off and got it. I only found out then that it was actually a brand new joystick um, that was donated to the raffle by Commander de Monte and Outspan, I think it is. So, you know, Commander DeMonte was on the stream last week, went off and sees the guy who donated this joystick. And it's a brand new joystick from Argos. My brother-in-law found it. They gave the, they included the receipt in the joy, in the joystick box. And my brother was like, you know, it's a brand new one. Do you think anyone would, they'd mind if I went off to Argos and swapped it into the PlayStation 4 joystick? So I got in touch with Demonte. Demonte said that's exactly why we included the receipt, Got their blessing. My brother-in-law went off and now is playing Elite Dangerous using the hot hot ass four joystick on the piece on the PlayStation 4 and loving it.
2: <laughs> is that is that the joystick that uh, I won?
1: Oh, was it you who actually won it, Grant? <laughs> yeah, know, it was, well, I it see. was a handle from some. It was a
2: Caspi down. <clears throat> it was one of those ones where it was weird because I came, I came down to the after the raffle and obviously came down to sort of rip down oh, the stage see. and it was all done and <laughs> there's nothing else. Hit Alien, That's "All right, right. Steph Alien." That gave it to me. Yeah. Where's my huge pile of raffle prizes that I won while I was away? And she's like, mm, yeah. didn't say anything. And it wasn't until the next morning, and she answered me and I thought, well, no, well, I've already got a joystick. I thought, well, have you got a joystick, Elaine? Oh. And then you were there. It was a bit of a, a left and right, but yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for such a generous prize. And how amazing that it's translated yes. into uh, another hot ass user.
1: Yeah. And, you know, my, my brother in law, who. Yeah, I I really do feel for my for my brother-in-law. He's got he's only thirty. He's got right bad arthritis, and he's been waiting to play Elite Dangerous for so long, and I've been regaling him with all my stories. And he's like, "You bastard! I want to play," um, but he he couldn't, and you know now he can, and he's also got himself a hot ass. So thank you guys. We love you.
0: <laughs> so and um, well, okay, so. Obviously, Ben. What have you? Do I need to ask what you've been up to this week? Then, honestly, since
1: last Tuesday's show, yeah, you know, was basically I got the show out by about one o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. Um, I then went. I've been up north basically since Wednesday all the way through Sunday. Mm-hmm. I came home on Sunday and I spent about six hours. Editing and encoding the video of 160 to get that up on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. So, you know, I know we don't put a lot of things up on our YouTube channel But, you know, last week's, last Sunday's episode I thought was a good one and it needed to be done So I got spent most of Sunday getting it up on YouTube And then yesterday <laughs> was the first time I, yesterday evening was the first time I got up to play the game at all And I did a wee bit of a community goal and then I went to sleep
0: <laughs> Grant Calm it down, calm down, you're in a docker. I'm being <laughs> myself.
1: <him. laughs> hey, I, it took me six hours to get it up, but I did get it up.
2: Okay. Yeah. Moving right. on.
0: <laughs> Quickly. So, um, personally, let's see, since last week, um, you might have noticed in the late radio feed we had an interview with um, a Premonition author Drew Wagar. And. Uh, where he goes over, I'll, we we have a a bit of a discussion about, uh, how shall I put this, the Ford of Mine Rift. <laughs> the Ford got of it in m- one. <laughs> got it in one. I don't care. That's how I'm going to say it from now on.
2: The Vaseline <laughs> Rift. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh dear me, I've not listened to it yet, I've not listened to the interview yet, I'm desperate, because I actually, as I say, I really have been absolutely at death's door for the number of days, and and now that I'm back on my feet, Susie's gone down with it too, so um, I picked up the book last week on the day it was released, I have not read it yet, and I'll listen to the interview first to get myself all excited about it
0: I think I'm in chapter 8 at the moment, but um, time has been against me so yes, the the book is is still in pro. Uh, I'm I'm still reading it, reading it and enjoying it so far. Cause I've spotted a few things. And went oh, I know when that happened. Yes. So yes, it, it should be still available on our feed for the uh, the live radio, uh, uh, earlier podcasts and stuff. Uh, apart from that, in game, uh, as I said earlier, I am doing the grindiest of engineer grinds. Uh, was it Marco Quint? The stupid Bint. God, a, it is an absolute pain. And we'll probably touch on on that at a later point in the show. So, moving on. We'll move, talk about development news. Now, after the big excitement of last week, they've kind of kept things up a little, so to speak. Um, I can't can uh, even
1: getting it up now as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Moving on. Um, we now have new... ...nameplates and new engine colours. Who's gone mental with those? Because I know I have.
2: I haven't because I didn't know. Um, but give me five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, was,
1: I was going to go mental. Yeah, I was sitting at the buy screen... ...and then I remembered it's my birthday in a couple of weeks... ...and it'll be you know from Frontier. I'll get my thank you Ben, it's your special day gift... And yeah. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll. What I'll probably do actually is I'm, I'll wait until then,
0: and then I'll go off and save myself ten or twenty percent or whatever it is. It's twenty percent. Unfortunately, I tried that. It didn't seem to work for me, so I need oh, to have a.
1: You, um, need, you need to have a go at Ed then.
0: I need to have a go at somebody. I'm not quite yeah. sure who.
1: To be honest, Frontier Help is probably you know they are all an awesome bunch of people, and they will probably bend over backwards to help you.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, I, I must admit, I got the book, I got um, a ship kit for the Ferdelands. I know I've said in the past that I wouldn't, but I did anyway. Because I, I want a, I want a double spoiler.
1: Hang on. If you have a look at the Twitch stream, Commander uh, Miggles is going to be demonstrating his orange, uh, orange engine trails on his Sidewinder. So, yes, please, Miggles, take it away.
0: Well, and, yeah, we have um, all the... Engine trails as oh hang on a second I do apologize I am I'm having trouble docking my clipper it, it does seem to have trouble with these big pylons that seem to be getting in the way
2: maybe you shouldn't have <laughs> put so many big bloody damn add-ons to it then in the spoiler <laughs> get rid of the spoiler for a start
0: no it's the fertile lance that's got this I' mean not an imperial clipper at the moment um but oh, it spoilers mental <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's designed to hook you into that uh
2: into that. Yeah. Leg.
0: Well, uh, let's see. There's the yeah, you've got Ferdelands kit and four of the engine trails. So I've got cyan, purple, blue, and red. You so didn't big... get orange.
1: That, no. that is for shame. I'm only going to get it's,
0: orange it's next kind time of I'm there. For us. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I've been flying around with this these red contrails coming out of the back of the Imperial Clipper thinking, you know, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's worth two quid, because it's only two quid.
1: I thought it's only one quid, isn't it?
0: No, it's two for the contrails, it's one quid for the lasers. Oh, is it? mm and on top of that, we also—they also put on the store the classic nameplate pack, the victory nameplate pack, the raider nameplate pack, the brawler, the pirate, the passenger, the alliance, the federation, the empire, the ace in the wings nameplate packs. So I'll try saying that when you. Uh,
1: Colin, you're you're telling fibs again, mate. I'm sitting hmm. on the frontier store, and it says engine colour green, one pound. Engine colour red, one pound. Engine colour pink, one pound. Blue, one pound. It's definitely a pound, buddy.
0: Well, I paid (laughs) two.
1: I've been done. (laughs) I've been done. (laughs) The the nameplate packs are two quid.
0: I'm gonna have to check over my receipt now. You bugger
1: (laughs) No, no, I'm looking. The name the nameplate packs are two quid, but the engine colours are only a quid.
0: Yeah. Uh. So basically, if you want your your ship name in a certain design they are now providing as many designs as they possibly can. And I think so, Jarvis
1: was quite happy with the classic name pack because it's just like here is your name on the side of your ship no fancy business, no nothing it's just your name.
0: Mm-hmm. Which yes. I think
1: what Jarvis was wanting, isn't it?
0: I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i the only one that's bought one of these so uh, I'm quite happy with it. It, it adds mm-hmm. a little bit of nice flavour to,
1: to well, my I've, ship. I f- I've got feel one... it's
0: personalised but you know, that's it. Really?
1: Um, yeah, I, I've got the trading one or something like that I think it is. I've got the one that's the Coriolis basically on you, on the side of my ship. Um, but I don't know if I've actually attached it to my asp.
0: You've attached it to your asp. Okay.
1: I'm not sure if it's on my asp or not. <laughs>
0: In other news, <laughs> Sandy has oh, no, been active. Sandy has been active on the forums, and he's been talking about karma and and seal clubbing. What's, what's what's this about, Ben?
1: Okay, so the basically he's been you know he's doing the the karma system and they're, they're busy working on it and they're not telling us what they're going to do, but Sandy keeps dropping little hints about what they're wanting to do. So. You know, we know that they're going to be using it to, shall we say, steer commanders in the direction that they would like. But, you know, so Sandy's saying initially want to use karma to apply appropriate in-game consequences for content, yeah contentious player-to-player interactions such as ramming, seal clubbing, combat logging, the kind of things that we're talking about here might include docking rights being revoked at a high security system, higher rebuy rates, um, additionally, highly engineered bounty hunters. Ooh. Sorry, additional highly engineered bounty hunters. Mm. Um, It's important to note that Calm is not a panacea, it's not going to be instantaneous, it's a way of building up intelligence over time it's a a profiler
0: isn't it
1: yeah it's basically a profiler um and then a wee bit later on sandro goes off and explains it again because you know everyone's asking about it obviously and he's saying the initial use of a karma system which tracks analyzes players which is what i've already said um following actions combat logging where players exit the green on gracefully ramming at starports Murder crimes where there is a massive disparity between player stats, skill, ship power, and things like that. That's what he means by seal, by by seal clubbing.
0: Oh, I see.
1: So you know, say I w- say um, you're sitting in there in your brand new um, Sidewinder, say,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm sitting there in a highly engineered uh, Corvette with oh. Yeah, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, then, you know, I could just basically take you out in one barrage, and you have no chance. And that that would kind of suck to be you, basically. Well, but, that
0: that is that is a known issue at the moment, it, isn't it? its
1: is. um, But that's something that you know, Frontier. Obviously, they don't. They, it's behaviour they don't really want, um, and they're just looking at ways that they can get that dealt with. And this actually segues nicely into, as I said, I was doing the community goals. mm
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, So I've just finished the one at Acellus Primus. They've also done another one at Erevate, and they've done another one at LHS 3447. Right. I'm wondering if this is a way to deliberately get players into this area for the PlayStation 4 release. Mm-hmm to populate those systems up so there's a whole lot of new people a whole lot of people flying around the newer the places that new players are meant to be are going to be exploring in first Mm -hmm. but also a way to get the PvP out of the PvP system shall we say so they don't go off and kill you know poor people who are just starting their their experiences on the uh, PlayStation 4.
0: Uh but there's no crossplay. So there's,
1: there's no crossplay. So everybody
0: but at the moment is starting at the same level.
1: Yeah, but as Grant was saying, Grant knowing what he needs to do is finding it a heck of a lot easier than somebody who's never played nothing and just can't f- figure out how the hell to even dock.
2: Yeah, docking um, computers by far something I might consider <laughs> owning on the PlayStation if only just because my god, it's stressful.
1: Ooh, I've just got some information from Miggles about the engine colours. It also it it also affects your maneuvering thrusters.
0: Yes, you can you can actually see the red um well in my case you can actually see the red maneuvering thrusters at the cockpit.
1: Yeah, so which I'm is, watching. Really nice. I'm watching Miggles rotate on screen and I can see his lovely R entrusts us now.
2: There was something interesting, actually, when I signed up to the PlayStation was to link it to a hmm. Frontier account. Oh, yeah. And I, and I thought, one, I was a bit concerned I might have just wiped my PC pilot, but I didn't. So that was, that was a relief. And two, yeah. I wasn't sure whether or not it would share the purchases, which it doesn't, because I think mm-hmm. they all have to go through the PlayStation network to be against your PlayStation account. I have to admit it, it's something that I would desperately love
1: is to have a... Yeah, we've got a Frontier account, but to have a unified Frontier account... I know it's never going to happen, but I would love to have a unified Frontier account.
0: Well, that, that that's the thing, isn't it? That would be the ultimate in cross-play, so it didn't matter whether or not you were uh, in on PC, Mac... Or uh, PlayStation or Xbox, you could all just shoot each other down as much as your your heart's content.
1: I would, I I would love that. Uh, not only that, but also I'd love to also be able to, you know, park up at Lave on my PlayStation, and then resume it on on the stream. Mm. Yeah, you know, I would. I would love that, and I mean, frankly, I would. Okay, fine. So you know, we've given Frontier probably more money than our wives would care to think about um but i would very happily give frontier another 20 quid or whatever if it meant i could play it have two commanders on the pc or have you know commander a on the pc commander ben on the pc and also have them both available to me on the playstation or whatever Yeah, you know it would be i'd love that and I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I don't think it is, but I would. That would make me a very happy bunny.
0: Well, um, yeah, I think that's one thing that David Braben's always said that he would like to see, but it's one of these things that's out of his control. Because yeah. let's be honest, it's um, uh, it, it. A lot of people have wanted cross-play across um, various platforms for a long time, but uh, the big players, Microsofts. Sony, they, well, Sony keep on making uh, occasional overtures to say, yeah, we'd like to do it, but nothing ever well, seems to happen with it.
1: I mean, ironically enough, it was actually, I think it was, was it actually three recently that Microsoft were the ones saying, yes, we want it, and then Sony the, were the ones who said, actually, you know, we're not so sure about this crossplate things because of our younger demographics. We don't know if we want to expose them to... PC slash Xbox users, to which of course you immediately go off and say, "Well, hang on a second, Nintendo are allowing crossplay. What the hell are you thinking of, you twan'ts?" Um. Yeah. And, yeah. As as Lennon saying, Sony aren't wanting crossplay with Minecraft either.
0: I didn't realise you could. Could you have crossplay with Minecraft at the moment? You
1: can. So. I haven't tried it. Um as far as I'm aware though, on I've got it on my tablet, and yeah. I've got it on my PC. And I noticed on both of them they were saying, Hey Ben, why don't you log in to Minecraft for Windows 10? And why don't instead of logging in as your Minecraft ID on both of these things, why don't you log in with your gamer ID? And then Will allow you to, you know, it sounds like you're doing crossplay using that, using the the e- Xbox gaming gaming ID things. Um, but then I went off and found out that how I'd actually go off and change my name from a name that I called myself like 20 odd years ago when X when it was the Xbox was the thing, not even the Xbox, not even the Xbox 360, um, and I, I needed to get an Xbox Live account for. Um, one, I think it was for Dragon Age or something like that. It needed it for for some of its things. It needed an Xbox account, uh, so I had to go and do this. And then yeah, I just gave myself a random name without thinking about it, and then I went off and was like, "Okay, well, I'll change my name." And Microsoft said, "Yeah, you'll have we'll have twenty quid now," to which I thought, "F you, yeah, I'm not mm. paying you guys twenty quid just to change my name." Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm going to agree, Lennon, Minecraft on Minecraft, Minecraft is just a Java app behind the smoke and mirrors. However, I don't think Minecraft on the Android or the PlayStation or iOS, and I suspect um, with the Windows 10 version of it, aren't Java applications. It's just the the classic edition of Minecraft, shall we say, is the is the Java app.
0: Hmm. Yes. Well, moving on from um, the crossplay thing. Yes. Uh, we've got uh, news about our, our little escapades last week. <laughs> now, these alien structures, they're multiplying like bloomin rabbits. As of, just before the show, I checked the Canon um, spreadsheet, and there's now almost 300 locations. There was only how many did you say there was this this morning? <laughs>
1: When I checked this morning, like 6 o'clock this morning, when I was getting ready for work, and it was about, I think it was 130.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, now, Mm. the way that people are finding this is with these unknown links. Now, now we messed about with the unknown link, didn't we? Yeah. Because you basically farm them from the base itself. Yep. And you do a scan, and then... The sh- what is it? You you then play back the message.
1: Did you get that you- message on your account when you yes, when I've, you scanned I've got, it? I've so got you've got those
0: messages. three messages. Yeah, you yes, have got
1: those three messages. So,
0: so if it- I got an uh, an unknown link and mm-hmm. I flew to a certain location, I would drop the unknown link out of the cargo hold and play one of the messages.
1: You that drop. Would- I, I think front uh, frontier. I think that Canon were dropping. The Unknown Link, the Unknown Probe, and the Unknown Artifact, all out of there, all out, uh, when they're in deep space. Then they'll play the message, and then the Unknown Link is responding to them, I think.
0: Yes. And basically, it will point you in the direction of the next base.
1: Um, through some very, very complicated mathematics and or magic.
0: Yes. Well, canon stuff and you know what happens when canon gets a little bit of a sniff they they go mental with it <laughs> and so from in the, in less than a a week we went from thirteen to fifteen to twenty to thirty and we're all there thinking God surely there's that, that's quite enough of them hmm. and then we're now up to almost three hundred. so there's been a lot of speculation as to what these things are some people think that they are actually crashed motherships left over from um, the last time the the, the, uh, the human race and Thargoids entangled or that they are waiting for some activation signal I mean what do you think Ben?
1: Honestly, I I really don't know. Uh, I did see another recent hypothesis that kind of makes a wee bit of sense as well. If you remember, I don't I don't have any of the information to hand, so I can't give a demonstration of it or anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm not obviously not there. But remember, there was these people were were suspecting that there might actually be two.
0: Things. Oh, the two Thargoid races.
1: Well, not the two Thargoid races, but the you know, the Thargoid and something else race. Oh, yes,
3: um, I, I know. Are, what at you mean.
1: The, are at that location. And there are these ships. Uh, there are um, these structures that do look organic, but don't look Thargoid organic. They have the battle damage that we've seen on the Imperial Corvettes. Mm hmm. Uh, whereas the Thargoid, if you look at the, the the mothership in the central, it has a different kind of battle damage on it.
0: So you're saying it's, it's kind of like a a Jakku a Jakku scenario with a lot of um, basically, a yeah, battles happen and these are the wrecks left over. Possibly. Hmm. Um, Cause, yeah, because I think the Out I'm, of I'm, Darkness, um, the Out of Darkness official novel did hint at some kind of conflict within the Thargoids' species mm-hmm. themselves. So yeah that that might have something to do with it, but at the moment, we don't know but you know I did uh, you know I
1: definitely thought there was potentially something there with the, the fact that there is a couple of different kinds of battle damage we're seeing
0: mm. in fact, all that I can confirm is that we know that it doesn't like guardian deck
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit toasty, yes, yeah um but i, I it's another thing I'm not convinced that the scavengers that we saw are thargoid tech either yeah. Really? yes yeah they they have the they have they share some similar similarities with the th- with thargoid tech that we've seen but they are in my opinion they look too mechanical you know, we've seen artifacts that we know are thargoid tech that are on a similar scale and they look vastly different from the scavengers.
0: Hmm. Because yeah, I thought, they, they I thought those look looked like repair drones, to be honest. I, I couldn't what, make my yeah. mind out to to say whether or not they were actually repairing or trying to repair the ship but couldn't, or were trying to um, basically break the ship down.
1: I would go with the, the, the hint in the name, uh, you know, without any other... Without any other information, I'd take go with the hint that we get in the name that they're scavenging the ship. Hmm. Um, you know, because otherwise they would be called repair drones, not scavengers. Unless Frontier are being tricksy so-and-sos and, you know, tricking us the swines.
0: Port <laughs> Frontier uh, do that? Never. never I know. Never. Um,
1: but I, I just, I think the. I think that their tech base looks different to Thargoid biotech. Right. But that's just me, maybe.
0: yeah, it's 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 a difficult one to call. All we know is we we seem to be finding that these bases are multiplying like crazy or being discovered at a phenomenal rate by canon. Probably there'll be another hundred discovered by the end of the day, by the end of this episode.
1: It looks like we've got an American on the stream, by the way. He's just flown in and said hi to me in, at Castellon station.
0: Oh, fair enough. Happy, uh, I don't know
1: if they are American, but yeah.
0: I happy Brexit from 1700. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Would that not be Brit-sit? Yeah, that would be uh, Brit-sit, America-sit. Well, technically they were France, weren't they? Oh. Oh course. Hello Tangent I'm
0: City, here we come again.
1: <laughs> Who who's here? Uh, we've got Conovar, and so it must be it'll be Commander Conovar. So if Con Conovar is American, happy Independence Day.
0: <laughs> well, um I mean it's one of these things that we're going to have to keep an eye on um, it's, it's a very fluid situation and goodness knows where, well I think we all know where it's going to end up 2.4 boom boom, <laughs>
1: mm.
0: boom, boom, boom. <laughs> well in other, um, in other events which have happened um, in the last week uh, a final message probably to coincide with the release of the premonition book but a final message was discovered uh, from uh, Commander Salome um, in a medical station which explained a kind of requiem for the whole uh, for the end of the premonition book. I mean, did, did you catch up with that, Ben?
1: I saw on my telephone uh, version on my phone version of discord um canon going on about green and red images or something like that that they may be found uh but i didn't i i wasn't aware of what the hell they're going on about and it was literally a case of okay there's a, there's an image there that looks like it's got something scratched into the cockpit window or something but it was just too small, too, and it was you know too small, and I didn't have the time to go and actually see what the hell they were on about.
0: Well, um, around a medical station, we have um, one of these fantastic voice acted um, voice logs, uh, broken down in about eight messages. Um, we'll put a link to the um, the YouTube uh, copy of that uh, in the show notes and. Uh, anybody wants to avoid the puzzle and tracking it down then yeah that that's the shortcut <laughs> I mean do we want to go over the newsletter or um, do you think we've had uh... I
1: think the newsletter had some nice stuff about the uh, alien stuff and things like that in it but we've covered that haven't we and
0: yeah uh, I think this was going to be quite a short show tonight famous last words yeah <laughs> Well, um, in other news, we have the Community Corner stuff. Now, I've only got two things on this one. Uh, The first one I'm going to cover is that Zach Antonacci has put up on the forum uh, the announcement for the Icarus Cup competition. What's the Icarus Cup? The Icarus Cup competition is a PvP tournament with the prize of a unique decal and kind of bobblehead.
1: Would this PvP tournament be an open or or in CQC?
0: It will be an open. And on top of that, um, you've you've got until the 3rd of August to enter uh, this competition. Uh, You've got to pull together a team. Um, You can put together... uh, a team of eight, but you'll be flying as a wing of four. So you've got to choose people uh, and to to fly with. Uh, you know, basically four main flyers and four subs. I do th- I believe is the best way. But here's the interesting thing: they have assigned. You have fifteen points per team, and each team has got to choose. Basically, from a range of ships, and um, for each ship is worth a certain amount of points. So, for instance, to get a good balance, you could have something of like three, two, two or three Cobra Mark Threes, and a couple of Vultures, because that would work out approximately 15 points. But a further lance, if you put a further lance in the team, that's nine points taken away already. They're, they're making a, an effort to try and balance out uh, the uh, the ships. Uh, And in addition to that, the rules also include that only one ship maybe have one engineering mod.
1: Sorry, I've just seen Commander Conor name, which his ship name, which is America blank, yeah.
0: Excellent. Uh, (laughs) America.
1: So... it's interesting how they're doing this in open and in a, in a controlled way in open rather than in, (laughs) sorry, I'm getting distracted now by Conover. (laughs) Um, Yeah. How they're doing it in an uh, open way, in in an open way and a controlled way in open and rather than using their game mode that they've got set aside for PVP.
0: Yeah, um, I think in this case, people wanted to go PVP using the big ships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love CQC. I, I think it's a, it's a shame it's, it's kind of fallen the way it has. Mm. Um, but let's be honest, the, unless you add the Taipan in and unless you add bots in and a, a decent it lobby... Need, it needs work. It does need work. But, oh, it's so close to being something like a, a perfect arena shooter as well. But don't get me started on that. But they've put this in the main game to, you know, you've got the most variety. So, I mean, the breakdown is the Ferdelands and the Python, they are the, the ships that will cost you the most points with a sidewinder and a hauler right down the bottom with just one point each. So you you can look at this and think, well... Uh, That's a good way to balance it.
1: I would love the idea of, you know, a team full of haulers. (laughs) Oh, that would be be so funny. Well, okay, do you want The SDC in a team of haulers.
0: I I think... How much were adders,
1: actually? How much were adders?
0: Adders are two points each, so you're you're talking about eight points there.
1: Okay, so we could go for adder life.
0: You could go for a full uh, Imperial wing, having three... Uh, with two imperial couriers and, and, and two imperial eagles that that should do you mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, let's see is it, I don't think they've actually got the well they have got the imperial courier but they haven't got
1: so they don't have the big three in there
0: no the big three are not in there and neither is the imperial clipper
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that I mean that's quite interesting right there you, Got the Federal Assault ship and the gunship and the dropship.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. That, but then it, oh, I'm not going to get into that discussion.
0: No, I mean, no. do you do you want to enter a team for for Lave Radio where we all fly Sidewinders?
1: <laughs> oh yeah! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would actually be funny as heck. We're, yeah, that, we're that all
0: in fu- the orange Sidewinders, <laughs> <laughs> flooding the
2: flooding the channel of the, the communications oh. channels with Flight of the Valkyrie. Just... Da, 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 as we're all zooming in to certain death. I would actually
1: do that for the lols. I'm <laughs> would, not sure how impressed Frontier would be with
2: it, but I would do it for the lols.
0: So basically you're talking about, leave, radio, the 20 minutes. Is.
2: Yeah, <laughs> 20 minutes. if we're lucky. To be honest, you know, it could could be quite a I, I, no one would expect, well, apart from everyone that listens. So that's what well, <laughs> a few thousand. So uh, uh, um, yeah, we've been blown it now. We should have kept that mm. one for off air. don't, don't. Yeah. I
1: mean, can, can you fully a rate your your side widener and everything it, like that? It says or
0: that it says that you know that it can be upgraded to the the most it can be, but only one ship can have one engineering modification. So only only
1: one it. engineer mod per team.
0: Yeah. Effectively, wow. do,
2: do, do engineers do? Do they deal with sidewinders or do they just kind of like tut and walk off?
1: <laughs> I think that you know, you could engineer a sidewinder, give it uh, you know, some dirty drives or something like that, or whatever you wanted.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's gonna help us. Well, we uh, need I this think... one to be wired to explode. <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> the suicidal sidewinder that's what <laughs> we need. <laughs>
1: I'm just yeah. You know, I'm just thinking. Well, you could go off and have a whole lot of mines on your sidewinder, couldn't you? So you basically go and attach yourself to, you know, to sort of the fertile and then drop all your mines and explode.
2: The <sighs> mind, the mindwinder. <laughs> <Mine
0: winder. sighs> oh, so yeah. I mean, so if if that does pique your interest, I think the Zach's put up that the. Uh, the final that there is a, a an application form on the link, uh, and you've got to be signed up by nine o'clock in the morning, Wednesday the third of August. Personally, I think I would love to do the suicidal side going to squad, but never mind.
2: Yeah, we need to try. Yeah, we we need to try. We we need to get something for it. Definitely, definitely.
0: So, um, in in other news. So, due to the release of um, Premonition, uh, a lot of people who've... For goodness sake, I don't know how they've managed to do it. They've managed to read it already. Managed to complete the entire book. And it does turn out that something within that book, no spoilers meant here, but something within that book has managed to take off a few people about the Sirius Corporation. Now, as of yesterday... Um, several groups, player groups, have decided to attack the serious uh, corporation in a, a couple of areas, mostly out at Sothis and also uh, around the planet of Prykon. Now, um, I've, I've had a word with the, um, the aforementioned, well, one of the aforementioned factions, uh, and they are basically saying that it's an in-player event. Um, they are going to be targeting other players, so if anybody like myself is doing the... Uh, trying to build up reputation to do Marco Quint, then uh, you need to be aware that people in open will be out to get you. Because <laughs> you'll be working for Sirius. So um, these, these
2: people that have read the book, they clearly don't have
0: children. <laughs> it's funny you mention I'll, that. No, I, I know exactly what you mean.
1: I know... You know, even before the book was out, I know there's a lot of people who really don't like Sirius and everything that the that the group does. Yes. Um so you know, there's things in that aren't even in the book, if you know what I mean. That yeah. it's just, you know, lore that you know the Sirius group have done some very shady dealings in their, their murky history.
0: Yeah, I mean the the MetaDrive thing uh, does seem to have uh, been the catalyst for this. I mean the mm. me, the MetaDrive um, it was in the Galnet. People can look it up in the Galnet. I'm not spoiling anything from the book, uh, but there's some rather dodgy goings on with the the chairman of MetaDrive committing suicide and Sirius coming in and rescuing them and all that kind of stuff. Um, but having talked to the, the people, their, their intentions are good. They're they're trying to create a you know a little bit of player not play attention but actually a little bit of a player event uh trying to uh, focus uh some role playing uh, i've also i've also noticed that thanks to the book that um that a, a lot of alliance people have asked questions from the prime minister because they seemed that there was a little bit of a bit of cozying up to the federation i i, I do like that kind of um role-playing thing that seems to be coming through at the moment. As a little bit more... Um...
1: Yeah. It just has it's, a little bit it's, more depth and things like that to it, doesn't
2: it's, it? It's, it's, it's more kind of integration and interaction with a storyline that's official as opposed to what's been happening <laughs> up until now, which is we've been creating our own storylines or our own backlines and, and creating our own fricars, uh, kind of in spite of the global story. So it is kind of the first... So, sort of really proper globalization of factions aligned with an official storyline. Other than talking the, about that, has Hover
1: escaped from the Don Antonacci yet?
2: Oh, I, I don't know. Hopefully not. That, <laughs> if he's still wearing that nappy, then I'm sure. Oh, the, God. the Don will have let him go a long time ago.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I made a mistake. Never want let your um, youngins look over your shoulder <laughs> at your Facebook feed. <laughs> yes. And and I, I sort of was going, why am I wearing a nappy? I thought, no, please, why did they have to choose my that moment to look over their God. shoulder?
2: How much of your, your your future kids' therapy bills are we responsible for? <laughs> Quite a
0: bit, actually. Pretty much
2: all of it, Yeah.
0: Yes. <clears throat> I'll be passing it on. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Hus- Hus- Husband truckers, we break your kids, so you don't have to.
2: <laughs> well, no, no, no. Move on, quick. Uh.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. the up, The upshot of it is they're trying to create a little bit of role playing and things like that. Um, unfortunately, if you are doing the uh, working for serious up around PriCon, then you need to be aware that you might have some enforced PvP action. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the best way to?
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've just gotten. I'm doing missions at the moment for Lay Radio Network, and I've been told to go off and do a planetary scan job. So that's fine. I get to the sca- I get to the location,
0: mm-hmm. and there
1: are one, two, three, four, five, six canisters of bio waste here.
0: That must be old technicians, then. <laughs> oh, bless them. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. I must admit i have now at the bottom of the show notes have, have we run out of things to say oh, oh well
2: we didn't really have I a mean, discussion we can come up with other
0: stuff can't we well I mean let's say, let's be honest we've had Labecon, we've had the PS4 release we've had uh, the whole rigmarole of well the the excitement of last week I, I suppose we're due for a quiet one quiet week aren't we <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Frontier are are allowed a week off, but, you know, I mean, we've not talked... You know, what other things were you doing at the weekend? Because, you know, I know know, I went off to see uh, Despicable Me 3, which was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear. No, I I just have to deal with domestic bliss.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds sounds like utter rubbish. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Um... There was just something oh, about the way you said bliss there, but did we not have <laughs> um, oh crikey uh, I, I mean it's been so many so many alien sight discuss, uh, discoveries yeah. since it broke last week. Um, yeah it's, it's just, what's next? You know, speculation time. What's next? Hey! Good idea.
0: Well actually, I mean hasn't there been reports of a um, of Thargoid ships appearing above these bases now?
1: There has been, yes. We don't know what those commanders are doing differently, if anything.
0: Ooh, is it um, another barnacle-type situation, is it?
1: Well, it might be Jesus, It might be... Jesus. Well, he... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brightening. Oh, dear. Yeah, so it might be Jesus, It might be... You know, he went off and inserted his unknown links first and then the UP and then the UA or whatever maybe they offered them a mug and the mug got refused and then they did the right things and then the Thargoids came I (laughs) I don't know if there's been any kind of correlation between when things have been, when the Thargoid ship has has shown up and then it goes off and shines a a great big floodlight on you basically Sorry? Did you say
2: floodlight? Floodlight, yes Why? What did you think? Nothing um yeah, I mean it just I mean it sounds interesting and, and they're becoming quite varied. I mean, for there being that many sites and stuff, there seems to be enough of a variation to stop it from becoming a kind of automatic scripted event now. So um yep. I, I think you know, I think we're all quite happy with how these are turning out and uh I I'm actually really keen to get onto my and if I'd been well on Sunday, my intentions were to go and get out there. And have a look at these things in person. Try it with the Vive and get a real sense oh, oh. of it. Um, I would love to try it in a Vive. For, now, for now.
1: um I would love to go to the alien site in a Vive and see what it looks like in that and get the sense of scale that you get because I suspect it would be, oh my God, amazing. Hmm. I've just been disconnected and reconnected and suddenly my, my SRV is kind of embedded between the planet and my ASP. And I can't. I can't actually take off and write myself, so I'm going to have to send my ship away. That's a shame. I just hope the thrusters don't melt me. So what? uh, Okay. so we don't know what's happening with the the Thargoid ship other than the fact something is happening
2: something i mean, it's it's fascinating to see and i know that um uh, speaking about the serious stuff as well the serious the serious serious the ser mm-hmm. the serious city the, the all that stuff um i know that the imperial inquisition are are, are really not happy at the current minute with things So it's quite interesting to see how all of that is going to play out as well Over the coming weeks and, and what the knock-on effects are going to be And whether the player actions can spark another storyline Kicking off about something else Um I suppose we're all going to have to read this book or Or wait for the cartoon comic version to come out Or <laughs> the What I Dream, and I think we all dream of the Chris Jarvis audio version I would I I would love that. I thought I know Uh yeah, we know nothing. We know there's nothing yeah, currently. We know
1: we know nothing but I we know that Jarvis fa- I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying Jarvis found doing the full audiobooks a lot of work. And I know that I think we also all know that he prefers doing his radio dramas.
2: Yeah, but they don't—they never seen uh, ever. But you know, an audio, never seen, ab- an, an version of never. it would be amazing to fit into the collection. But, but yeah, I, I I would love it, and I would throw
1: my money at Jarvis as soon as I heard he was doing it. And I'm sure I wouldn't be the only one, but I know that he does like doing his audio dramas. So I mean, what? Well, okay, so we we've, we've got these. What do we think's next? Because obviously there was a server-side patch today. Actually, sorry, you just reminded me. What's that HIP system that... um, Canon have been trying to get into for God knows how long?
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Jarvis, Jarvis is actually
1: telling... He's obviously listening to the stream. So Jarvis is saying he can do more than one thing. And if they're paying... So, oh, there's there's hope for us. So, Frontier, throw money at Chris Jarvis, please, 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 throw money at Chris. And uh, I, I, yeah, I'm.
2: Make him do it. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we
1: want. We, we need we need to get the protest goat out for it or something like that. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I, I would. That would make me a very, very happy bunny if that were to happen. And Mike Brooks' book as well while we're at it. Um, I would like that one done as an audiobook too, because, you know, I miss these things.
2: Yeah. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, Yeah. Um, Which actually
1: uh, reminds me that Lave Revolution is available as a pre-order if we wanted to throw money at Jarvis. Oh, yeah, that might help. um, He's working. He's working on it and doing stuff, and you know, if, I know this is obviously this is Alan's book rather than, and he's doing it as a as an audio drama rather than as a a full book reading thing. But Jarvis is doing that, and that is available. Oh, he's just gone off and pimped it on Twitch as well. So, thank you, Jarvis.
2: Yeah, there you go, some links to the video Theatre Workshop website, so we'll put those in the show notes as well when when Ben does (laughs) does them. (laughs) Yeah, I know my place. (laughs) But yeah, it it, it'll be. I can't wait to hear that either when that comes out, because it's going to be, uh, again, um, if you had the opportunity to listen to the EDRPG and then the finale at Lavecon, um, the I, EDRPG oh. stuff was just phenomenally well. It made me excited to hear what was oh, happening dear. next, and I was in the damn thing. This reminds me, actually, <laughs> I know, seeing as Jarvis is
1: in the stream, I'm having a lot of people who are asking, will the. Um, the version that we did at LaveCon get the Chris Jarvis treatment shall we say and Jarvis is actually telling us he's ed- editing episode 4 hopefully this week that's it thank you very much whoever HIP 22460 so I want to actually see if that is available because apparently Canon got a an unknown link that is pointing them to HIP 22460
2: Ah right, so but it seems like things are things are afoot. Things are afoot, but that system was locked off. So,
1: WTF? Ooh. So HAP two 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 zero six. Um, I can't see. Does it say, if something's locked? If the system's locked off, does it show that in the? If, it,
0: um, if it's if it's locked off, you can't see it. It'll turn red and say it's permit locked. From the, thing- from it looks like m- permit locked to me because you've got a red marker there.
1: I'm not. i I might need to be in in my spaceship actually because I'm in just in my SRV. <laughs> You're not going to do to plot well, a
2: route that. in your SRV, that's for sure. No, no. I, I'm not. So, let's <laughs> three
1: board. So let's go and have a look at that.
2: Are you not going to do something exclusive this week like you did last week and, and blow something up and open up new theories by dropping tech in the right places and causing a, a, a huge uproar? Um, hopefully. <laughs> well, I, it was suggested with this being Independence Day that we went off and
1: flew an eagle right up a Thargoids <laughs> Jaxi. Oh um, boys, I'm back. Exactly. But my luck with RNG getting Thargoids and such like to spawn, just, it it wouldn't happen, and I'm not flying an Eagle 700-odd light years out to one of these sites either. Sorry. But, uh, well, okay, but no, that's what... So what things do we think are coming up next? You know, we've got this whatever the hell's going off. We're finding a... I, will, I, I almost want to call it a bubble centered around Marope, although we don't want to say the word bubble. Um, but you know, what, you know what I mean. It's you know, yeah. we've got well, this sphere centered on Marope that seems to be, be heading, basically full of argyle structures.
2: We've got to be heading for a, a, an incident. You know, we've got to be heading for an incident or or some kind of um, meeting held with, if there's not already been held meetings held. Um, we just want, you know, we just need to we need to know what's going on and 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 see when it's going to kick off so that we can all take the action that we need to make.
0: Well, we do know that for some reason they're only target. They only seem to be targeting federal ships. Yep. I've yet to see an imperial ship be targeted.
1: I've I've not seen anything like that either, which raises the question: What have the imps done? Assuming it's deliberate okay no so HIP 22460 does require a system permit still so whatever the hell's going on there we can't see anything about it yeah hmm oh well so I guess you know but I guess Canon will be busy trying to break into that system I suspect because I know they've had suspicions about it in the past and now they've got an unknown link telling them to go there They'll be like, yeah, we need to get in. Yeah. So you know they'll be flying in from the Pleiades sector, BLX C17 or whatever the hell they can do, because yeah, who the hell knows? But, oh, that's interesting. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm now looking at this. So hip two two four six zero has a population of zero, mm-hmm. but it's a democracy and it's an expansion with high tech.
0: Ooh. Huh? How's that even possible? Have we we come across a little Frontier snafu here?
1: It could be a Frontier snafu or it could be a WTF
0: Who Eva 11 is speculating it's cause of a megaship there?
1: Could be yeah so I'm just looking at next door and it's like population zero government none state none economy none Um, Sorry what's this about a megaship there?
0: Well, oh, that that was that was um, that was one of the guys in the chat room speculating. I do believe. Yeah. Okay. Who even are uh, living?
1: Yeah. So, oh, and it's whoever who oh,
0: whoever. basically
1: they yeah, oh, they've, they've been
0: yeah.
1: uh, seriously. Yes. They've been helping doing a whole lot of work for Labour Radio Network. So, thank you very much, whoever. <laughs>
2: I was going to actually today on the PlayStation do a load of uh, mission running for Lave Radio Network and arrived there to find that, that Lave Station was in lockdown so I couldn't sell the rares that I'd brought with me. I couldn't get to the community commodity market. And there was no missions <laughs> available. So it was yeah. a complete well, bust. Uh, this is why I was told
1: fly off to the outpost, not Warren's the actual outpost outpost. That's in at Lave two, isn't it? So go there go there and I just picked up a mission from there, so Castellan Station, that's the place. Castellan, that's the one. So uh, so yeah, head off to Castellan Station and you can do stuff. Because uh, I, I just picked up a mission for them there. Okay, fantastic. Right. But what, what any you know, Colin, you got any speculation as to what the hell the Thargoids are gonna do next?
0: Uh well, yeah, I mean it's like like Grant's speculated that we are on the way to some kind of big confrontation that will decide how they're going to react to us and i've got a sneaking suspicion they're not going to react very well to us it could be that this this mistake or this is has actually already happened the the federation has gone and and hacked them off somehow and a thargoid isn't going to Care much whether or not we're fed, alliance, independent, or imperial. We're just uh, squishy, watery ape things to be um, to be um, <laughs> debugged. If you see what I mean. Yeah.
1: yeah. Most mostly water life forms.
0: Yep. So
1: <laughs> all it needs is a good hair dryer. <laughs> well, uh, you, uh, sorry, you just made Colin. How did we get killed in that Thargoid base again?
0: Well, you got killed.
1: Oh, how did I get killed in that Thargoid base?
0: You basically turned into green goo.
1: By overheating. Yes. They've got the hairdryer already, Grant. That's what these bloody bases are. They're, <laughs> they're human sized. <laughs> Gigantic <head> hairdryers.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Um, oh, we're, we're doomed. Uh, we, we are doomed. Colin, Colin, Mindwipe is asking me to ask you. If you agree that the structures are buried ships that are being repaired.
0: Oh, you see, this is the thing I I suspected they are. Yeah, I know you don't disagree with me, Ben, but I think the, the so-called scavengers, I think they're actually repairing the ships.
1: You think your scavengers are repairers?
0: Yeah, I think they are. Because not only that, they seem to be trying to maintain the eggs and things like that as well. Yep, they do. Um, now, if they were just scavengers, they would be scavenging the eggs, not trying to keep them.
1: they sort of over them on things like that, weren't they?
0: Yeah. Ooh. Yes. You okay, Colin? Colin? No, no, I've got a trespass warning.
1: All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Commander Wotherspoon, who reads the news so we don't have to, is saying that he's pretty sure that at least, to, well, at least to begin with. The Thargoids won't attack unless you provo- unless they're provoked. Otherwise, you know, won't well, otherwise all the PlayStation people will be wiped out, you know, before they can sneeze. And I would agree there. I think that things will remain relatively calm for a, a month or two. I think
0: until two point
1: four. <laughs> which and I, I, you know, I'm going into speculation here, but I think will I think things will be relatively calm until the end of the summer.
0: I think you're probably right there
2: um, It's going to be a surprise that we're all going to find in our stockings on Christmas morning, is it? You've got no stockings and your body's <laughs> been melted into yellow goop sorry. Oh, sorry,
1: you just, have you noticed a Thargoid has appeared on Twitter?
0: Yes, um, yes yeah, I, a, I, I know, follow the Thargoids Yes,
1: yeah, so <laughs> the Thargoids follow me That's
0: uh, a bit worrying
1: <laughs> Yes brilliant uh it, it, it was a little bit worrying when i found out the thargoids are following you um and yeah that made me scared but i have to admit i've actually i've i have had a good good laugh at his tweets so whoever is doing that you know out, out of game thank you very much it is very funny
0: yeah almost as funny as watching grant's face when mug mug photo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah mug mug got me the mug
2: <laughs> and more. I have more a particular worrying, set but... of skills. I will find you eventually. <laughs> one, one, one of these years.
1: I I I just I I have no idea what the hell we're going to see in two point four. It's going to be. I think it's going to be interesting. And
0: yes, I'm looking
1: um, forward to it, but. I mean, do you think we'll see more things pre to 4 along, you know, building up? Like, we've got these alien bases that we're getting at the moment,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: occasionally they're getting a Thargoid scout ship, I'm guessing, coming in and shining a torch on you when you leave it. Yeah. Um, but do we think that additional things will happen before? 2.4. So, you know, for example, we've got the the scenario where we've seen the the Thargoid leaving the the ship, the uh, Federation ship. We've mm-hmm. got people getting hyperdicted For example, you know, do you think we'll see the hyperdiction scenario, and then instead of them just shining a beam on you, they actually start cooking you for a couple of seconds, like the uh, like we're getting done in the alien base, yeah. You know, just to change the scenarios up a little bit, to ramp the tension up a little bit. Um, not killing anyone, but scaring the Bejesus out of out of us, like we had the Bejesus scared of out, out, out. What
0: was that? You're right.
1: Yeah. Like we had the Vegeta scared out of us uh, last Tuesday.
0: <laughs> I think there are more um, more requirements for brown flight suits than people realise just yet.
2: Just get Are you, you know,
1: microwaving that, your cats?
2: <laughs> that's that's the thyroid sound effects for when they arrive.
1: <laughs> it sounds like a oh! It sounds like a vacuum
2: cleaner. It is a microwave oven. It is a microwave oven.
1: Okay, uh, so you are microwaving your cats.
2: Not quite.
1: Okay. Um, actually, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, just can, can I give some product placement for a second? That is totally, utterly non-related to anything.
0: What? Us uh, going off on a tangent <laughs> again? Just,
1: yeah, oh, I know. Uh, we're, we're stretching for topics today, but no, uh, my Hoover broke down the other day,
2: Aww. and the
1: wife the wife wanted a GTEC, and I kind of got a one, and I wasn't convinced because there's a battery powered thing and so on, but. but I actually I'm bloody impressed and it is very, very light. Um and it <laughs> sorry, and of course Twitch goes off and says, That sucks.
2: Well oh, no, it doesn't. Um
1: <laughs> So yeah, I'm actually I'm very impressed with this battery powered vacuum cleaner and you know, it's just a we it's it's just like a a vacuum cleaner, but it's battery and it, I'm I'm really it's it's really quite good. <laughs> So, yeah, shout-out to G-Tech, even though they don't give us any money. <laughs> they can if they want,
0: though. Uh, have we got that bad that we're now discussing vacuum cleaner news?
1: Yeah, do you fancy um, anything Grant, for any Grant freebies, Mike- Colin? Do you fancy <laughs> anything? <laughs> Grant's microwave m- made me think he's doing a- doing the vacuuming, which <laughs> actually put it in mind. No,
2: I've been working on sound effects and stuff, you know, for like for our, our American uh, friends out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ears. Yeah. Um, so you know, i uh, we working on things. Okay. Uh,
0: I've still got to find that sound effect which sounds like someone uh, being caught in a vacuum and then squished.
2: That doesn't sound. That's a coaster, isn't it? No, that was just more fireworks for the for the Americans. All oh, right. Okay. America! Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, we do have one final bit of good news. Is that um, we have had we have heard recently that um, Commander Cilizan Lake, who has had um, uh, a lot of ups and downs with the Elite Encounters role playing game, uh, we've had a bit of good news from him today. Um, the second draft came back from Frontier, and it does look like it's going to go ahead quite soon. So, uh, for, you know, well done. Well done, Dave. <laughs> We've been rooting for you.
2: Huzzah! Yeah, uh, and- absolutely. And as if by magic... <laughs> <it>. Oh no! <laughs> it. it. yay. It's like I had this all planned out in front. Well, yay for Zellers in congratulations and cannot wait for you to get that monkey off your back off your and back. out into the real yeah. world where it deserves to be.
0: So, has anybody got any other business? Without involving vacuum cleaners? This is going to be Lave Radio, the episode that sucks.
2: <laughs> that didn't suck.
1: That's the problem. It's... No, no it's, it's, it didn't suck before. It does suck
2: now. Okay, yes. It's, okay. Yes. Oh, oh right. Wow.
1: Well, well, actually, I, I was
2: I, I was sucking and then, but uh, no! yeah, I stopped sucking. No, no. Look, see um, when when someone yeah, I, says, I was, "Have you got any burning issues?" You don't mention feet. You don't mention your crotch, <laughs> and you just get straight to the point where he goes, "Okay, that's it for another week," and then we all talk about that in the but, after but I, show. I was,
1: ha- oh, right. I was halfway down the stairs and it stopped sucking.
0: <laughs> right, you shouldn't walk around well, with it attached I, I, I to think, you. I, I think someone should block Ben for the moment. <laughs> And that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at Lave Radio, contact us at Facebook slash Lave Radio, at Lave Radio on Twitter, and you can join the Discord chat channel by going to tinyurl.com live chat, or you can join our TeamSpeak server, where commanders hang out and chat at TeamspeakLaveradio.com. Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at half eight, and streamed out on Laveradio.com live, and on twitch, uh, laderadio.twitch.tv Well, thanks to Ben, kind of, <laughs> thanks to Grant, and thanks to all those commanders that have joined us outside the station and in the Twitch chat. So, until next time, fly safe, and if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Is your life like this? I thought I was
3: having an orange Digest, 4th of July, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the corpse that won't shut up. Dognosh seeks to bankrupt Rantar. To the event horizon. A plague of skimmers. The corpse that won't shut up. Being dead doesn't seem to stop Kahina Loren from wanting to be the centre of attention. In what appears to be a version of the speech she would have made had she not been toasted by pulse lasers on the 29th of April, the ex-senator, ex-lady, and ex-human being who styled herself Salome and had the undeniable virtue of intensely disliking Princess Ashling Wiggy Duval, Loren once again asserted that hidden forces are manipulating the actions of humanity. In a moving speech, in which she admits causing the deaths of thousands of innocent civilians, she also alleges that the Alliance has been collaborating secretly with the Federation, meaning that perhaps Halcy the Hippie isn't quite as innocent as she appears. That the Sirius Corporation murdered the chairman of Metadrive Incorporated? Well, there's a surprise. And that the Close Quarters Combat Arena has been a ruse to allow the very best combat pilots to be identified. Mass murderer Loren repeats her assertion that there's a shadowy organisation manipulating events – an organisation that has access to a full history of humankind's previous encounters with Thargoids – not the public version, but the real history. This organisation believes it's helping humanity to survive a Thargoid invasion by identifying and seeding terraformable worlds far away from the homeworlds, where humanity can settle if the Thargoid invasion takes place. The utilitarian approach taken by this unknown organisation has led to many thousands of deaths, possibly even more deaths than Lorraine racked up herself. In what may possibly be her final word on the matter, Lorraine, whose second and presumably final volume of biography is available from the online store of a shadowy organisation that runs the Galaxy, calls on commanders to force those unknown individuals who have been manipulating history into the open by refusing to cooperate, by blockading ports and organising other forms of civil disobedience. And with a quivering lip and a tear in the corner of her eye, Loren's final request is that you always Remember. And of course, buy her book. Loren's speech can be heard by visiting the Panacea Medical Center on HIP 17519, planet A1. Dognosh seeks to bankrupt Ramtar. A commander, writing under the pseudonym Dognosh, appears to be attempting to bankrupt engineer Rantar. Dognosh has written a step-by-step guide to finding all the data from the alien guardian sites, a mission that can be accepted from Tar at Felice in the Mean System. The data about the Guardian civilization is fascinating, and for every five commanders who complete the mission, Rantar needs to shell out more than one billion credits. Any commander that would like to assist Dognosh in bankrupting Ramtar should type the words Ancient Guardian's Mission Guide into any good search engine that begins with the letter G. (laughs) To the Event Horizon Commander Alot has proved once again that he is a lot faster than other commanders. Fuel Rat and Buckyball Racing Club member Commander Alot already holds the record for the fastest time from Sol to Sagittarius A-Star in an unmodified ship, Ronda the Anaconda, which travelled the course in 7 hours, 56 minutes and 41 seconds on the 24th of January 3302. Using an engineered version of Ronda and making good use of neutron star boosts, Commander Alot has also now seized the crown for the fastest run in the Unlimited class. The previous record of 2 hours, 45 minutes and 31 seconds was held by Commander Alitnil. Commander Alot has taken more than half an hour off that time and has flown from Seoul to the Black Hole in Sagittarius A-Star in an astonishing 2 hours, 12 minutes and 13 seconds. That's about as long as it takes to get from London to Cambridge by train now that Great Northern has taken over. What comes next? Will we see Commanders flying to Beagle Point in less than 5 hours? The galaxy is shrinking, fast. A Plague of Skimmers Plagues of frogs raining from the clear sky is a well enough documented phenomenon, especially in G Capricorni. But how about skimmers? Commanders have been reporting life-threatening plagues of skimmers materialising up to five kilometres above planetary bases and raining down to the surface. At least one commander has had his ship destroyed when it was hit by a skydiving skimmer. What is causing this bizarre behaviour? Have the skimmers been attacked with a virus that makes them behave in this inexplicable way? Perhaps the Thargoids have realised that the best way to attack is to turn our weapons back on ourselves. Public service announcement. Avoid travel to planetary bases unless your business there is absolutely essential. And watch out for tech that's getting above itself. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.